What's up, everyone, and welcome to the podcast of Earth 2, where it can be heard on the Earth 2 frequency. You're with your host, Jay. And Adam. Brian from Earth 16. And you're listening to the podcast of Earth 2, episode 8. Now, Brian, now this is your first time on Multiversity 101 in the first half of the podcast. Um... Now, I know for a while I've been thinking about having you guys, the rest of the uh, crew, on the show for the first half. But I know that Sam, he has diff- a little bit of difficulty um, actually making time for it because he said he's a little bit busy. But, you know, you told me that you actually have free time. So, that's even better. So, uh, now, as the first part of the podcast from Earth 2 for Multiversity 101, you know that we talk about the multiverse and um i actually want to know a little bit no i actually want the people to know a little bit about you since they already know about anna and i because we've been doing these couple episodes together for a little bit uh tell them a little bit about yourself well um for those of you who don't know i mean i'm my name is brian i am from earth 16 actually it's uh Similar to like any Earth, though, but I think here at Earth 16, we tend to be, we, well, at least we try to be a little more chill, but <laughs> basically, you know, I've, you've heard me several times on the airwaves, um, you know, talking about the Flash TV series and the Flashcast, and most recently our new series, um, which is going to be based on, you know, Krypton, so I call it the Krypton cast, oh, and yeah, so I, I am a huge DC fan, I mean, my, many of my favorite heroes are Batman, Superman, I also like um, Robin actually did Damien Wayne Robin who was really cool he's one of my favorite Robins and I'm also a bit of a Star Wars fanatic I mean I'm not too much of a fan of the new trilogy but for the most part I do like Star Wars and um, yeah and I also like some other um, I like Walking Dead also and then of course um, there's another I like Army of Darkness so I'm, I'm a bit of a nerd <laughs> hmm. well that's good because we are all nerds now Anna now, I gave Brian a little bit of time to tell him a little bit something. You know, you go ahead and give a little refresher about yourself. Um, I'm part of Earth 2. Um, also a big DC comic fan. If I could just go back to what Brian just said, I have not heard or met anyone who prefers Damien Wayne's uh, Robin to anyone else. So it's, all, it's actually very cool to meet someone who prefers Damien. Um, very rare out here. Um, I'm a big... Dr. Fate and something uh, fan. I love them both. Um, I love Watchmen. I know. I'm just, I feel like people know a little bit too much about me at this point. <laughs> but um, I just love DC Comics. And I just went to go see Shazam. I, got the, I was part oh, of the early man. people that got to see it early. No. Yesterday. <laughs> I won't spoil anything. But once it comes out, maybe I'll do talk about it. Oh, yeah. Um, it was very good. Well, that's good. I had a lot of good reviews, yeah. Right. I, I wish I could have seen it, you know. Uh, <laughs> unfortunately, you're not going to be able to see it in Louisiana until opening, until it premieres, you know. I'm going to definitely see it again. It's definitely worth seeing it a second time. Hmm. Okay. Well, now that you heard from Brian and Anna, then you already know about me. So, <laughs> let's go ahead and get into Multiversity 101. 
every week on Twitter at PFE number two underscore. I post a poll about Earth of the Week. It's where you, the Twitter universe, Twitterverse fans of the podcast Merc 2, fans of DC Comics, it's where you can actually decide which Earth you would like to know about. Now, only one out of four Earths can be picked. Now, I know that they said there would be a 24-hour timer, but I had switched it depending on what day we um posted, but it's about five to seven day um timer on the poll. But once decided, tune in, and your host will teach you all you need to know and more. Now introducing our segment, Earth of the Week. Now, uh, alright, these four Earths popped up on my computer. However, only one can be chosen. Now, Anna, would you mind reading these four Earths that you picked last week? description on this world of permanent magical twilight every day has 13 hours and each year has 13 months here etrigan the demon rockets to earth from the doomed planet camelot fights evil in merlin's name as Su- superman superman super oh my god i'm so dumb super demon oh my god fellow <laughs> <laughs> members of the league of shadows include hellblazer alataz witch boy swamp man fate ragman deadman and enchantress so the next one is mm-hmm. uh, so uh wait uh for a second Brian. Now about Earth thirteen, you you got anything you want to say about this one? Well, it's a really interesting Earth. How like um basically Etrigan and Superman are like fused together to create Super Demon. Like I think that's what it looks like. Oh man, I did not realize and, that. Yeah, because you know the F on his chest and all that, and then just. Super Demon, and then, like, of course, you have um, the League of Shadows, which is kind of like uh, Shadow Justice League, obviously, though. But then, funny enough, I thought of Batman, the Dark, you know, the, the Dark Knight trilogy with Batman Begins, how we were introduced to the League of Shadows, which is actually very version of the League of Assassins. Mm-hmm. Hmm. But I thought, you know, it's more like a Justice League. I mean, this is actually a Justice League Dark, technically. I mean, you got like a. You see, like, someone looks like a mummy, then, like, I think you see, like, a demented-looking swamp thing, or, let me see, you also have some Batman-looking guy, though, but kind of looks like a mixture between Batman and Speedy, maybe. Right. <laughs> I totally see that. Mm-hmm. I, I, I totally see that. Me too. Or Red Arrow, for those of you who don't know. Let's see what else here. And you do see, like, a glowing green woman. I'm not really sure what she's all about. So, so the guy, the the guy that's named Fate, right behind Super Edge, uh, Demon guy, he is he the uh Doctor Fate of this world? I'm guessing because he has the symbol on his eye. It'll be interesting because you know the Hell of Fate is you know it's the actual helmet because you need an anchor to be a part of that Earth, and I guess that person. I guess that person doesn't really need an anchor. Maybe he does have an anchor. Maybe part of the eye, like something like a Yu-Gi-Oh! Oh, type of thing. Yeah, Yu-Gi-Oh! Know. Um, I guess so. I think I I love Justice League Dark. Like I love the uh the New Fifty Two Justice League Dark, and um I'm trying to wait until this the current run of Justice League Dark is over mm-hmm. to read it. But a world where it's fully dark all the time, especially when it's thirteen months and thirteen hours, that sounds oh. really creepy. 
God. Mm. Okay, well, uh, in the next earth. Okay, so the next earth was Earth 15. Um, the so-called perfect earth was destroyed during a rampage by the deranged and so-called Superboy Prime of Earth 33, during which billions of fictional lives were lost and the delicate structure of space-time itself was um, imperially damaged. In a solitary, immensely powerful fragment of this earth, of this universe, sorry, known as the Cosmic Grail, and is to remain hidden somewhere among the many worlds of the multiverse. Now, Earth 15. Now, uh, the Cosmic Grail, I remember hearing about this whenever uh the flash and i think jay garrick was running on the cosmic treadmill does is, is that like what is what is the cosmic grill i don't know about this does any of you guys know let me see the cosmic grail that's a really good question i didn't i've never even heard of this earth or the cosmic grail hmm. i mean when i think of co- i mean i think a cosmic treadmill i mean i've heard of that of course you know but the cosmic grail though that's something I'm going to have to probably look up. Let me see. I, I think we spoke about this a little bit last week, I think, Jay. Hmm. Was it last week where we talked about it? Where I think it was mentioned and I wasn't fully aware of what it was. It has to be like, I'm guessing I'm guessing it might be like a piece or something. It's like an object that has some kind of significance or like power. Right. And like, oh, wait a minute. Right. I see it now. It's like, a, it's like a Green Lantern battery, I think. Wow. Right. Okay. So, um, the next Earth. The next Earth is Earth-42. Um, the tiny inhabitants of Earth-42 knew nothing of mortality, evil, or violence until the death of Superman at the hands of Earth-45 thought monster Super Doomsday. But the world hides a great and terrible secret. So, they're all small and very, very cute. Diminutive. <laughs> <laughs> So, Brian, thoughts on this Earth? Oh, was that? Yeah, uh, thoughts on this Earth? Well, I mean, it's a really, <laughs> yeah, it's like, it's like what Anna said, it's a really cute Earth. I mean, like, the mini, mini versions of Batman, Steel, and Wonder Woman, and, you know, it's without death or violence, and, let's see, wow, this is really dark, though, until there's Superman, Batman, I'm looking at the article right now, butchered by the mon- monster Super Doomsday, of Earth 35, I mean 45, wow. That must have been super traumatic. Like, I can imagine their death of Superman must have been, like, very, very traumatic. But who could kill yeah. a tiny, cute little Superman? Like, <laughs> I couldn't. True. I couldn't. Um, now, the last Earth. The, okay, so last but not least, Earth 50. Um, when President Lex Luthor murders the Flash, the Superman of this world takes upon himself to punish Mo, uh, Luthor by death and instituting a global police state parole by maintaining and maintaining by the tyrannical superpower Justice League. If anybody watched Justice League, oh, not even unlimited, the first Justice League, there was an episode in the original series. Hmm. So, uh, I remember that episode too. Now, uh, now I actually want you, Anna, to tell us which one of these Earths are chosen for Earth of the Week. The fans have chosen Earth 50, the Justice Lord theme Earth. Hmm. So shout out to you guys. I'm very interested why no one picked Earth 13 because that was my preferred just because it's dark. Mm-hmm. But also Earth 42 because they're very cute. Hmm. 
So, uh, Brian, the earth that you said you uh, actually wanted to go with was which one now? It was Earth 42, and the reason is because I like chibi characters. I mean, they kind of remind me of the chibi anime characters that you sometimes see. You know, mm-hmm. it's just, I thought it was a really cool concept. Hmm. Now, myself, I was going for Earth 13, and Anna, you said you were going with? Earth. I was going for Earth 13 as well. Hmm. Okay. Now, um, I'm going to read out the, the percentages on these Earth. Um, Earth 13 had 18%. Earth 15 had 24%, Earth 42 had 21 and Earth 50 had 37. Oh, no, they were very close to you, Brian. That was very close. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was. <laughs> uh, now, Brian, uh, would you, like, I'm, I'm going I'm to do it, switch it up different today. Now, I know I usually, I have Anna reading the, um, the bio for Earth 50. But since this is Brian's first time here, I actually want him to actually read Earth fifty, um, Earth fifty's um bio. Hey guys, welcome to our first segment of Multiversity One Hundred and One: History of an Earth. Now today, I you know usually I have Anna reading reading the uh, bio for the Earth that you selected. But today, I actually want to give Brian a chance to do it and uh, to read the, the information. So, Brian, would you care to read Earth 50 today? Yeah, for sure, man. Be happy to do that. Mm-hmm. So, here's how it goes. So, basically, with Earth 50, what happens is that one tragic event forever changed the course of history on Earth 50. President Lex Luthor publicly and personally executed the Flash. Superman, tormented by what Luther had done, took violent retribution, using his heat vision to murder his longtime nemesis. Well, hmm. and basically, so what happened was just that this incident drove the angry and grieving Man of Steel to conclude that the only way to protect the world from supervillains like Luther is by eliminating them, using violent means if necessary. He reformed the Justice League as the Justice Lords, determined to preserve peace on Earth by instituting permanent martial law, justifying the brutal actions as a temporary necessity to save the planet. Over time, Earth 50 descended into a fascist police state, ruled over by tyrannical, superpowered, and self-serving lords. The Watchtower became a headquarters for worldwide surveillance, aiding the lords in suppressing free speech and democratic elections. Only one Justice League member does not agree with the lords' schemes, Batman. Operating in secrecy from this cave, the Dark Knight follows his own personal code, forming the heart of the only significant opposition to Superman's totalitarian plans for worldwide domination. Hmm. Now, now, um, I actually have something to say about that. Now, you know that Superman, he, he doesn't kill. Like, I, I don't, I couldn't see him actually murdering anyone regardless on which member of the team dies because I couldn't see him or I mean getting murdered but I couldn't see him pushing past that limit to actually murdering someone you know I I can't see that but it's weird how on this earth they they changed it a little bit to allow him to kill Lex Luthor And, and it's like if that Superman on earth 50 can do it what about the Superman on earth 1 I mean if Lex Luthor killed the Flash or Batman or someone on, on that Earth. Would Superman do that? 
way I see it was just that um, in the in the game injustice um, in the injustice game, that's exactly what. Well, not like that though. But basically, what happened was just that uh, Joker killed um, had to force Superman like kind of hallucinated him into killing. Uh, killing Lois Lane. I mean, he thought he was killing, you know, he was killing a villain, but then he found out he killed, you know, the pregnant Lois Lane. And it drove Superman really mad to the point where he slaughtered the Joker right in front of Batman. And it was so, it was really interesting because a couple of years back, my sister and I talked about Superman and just how, how it's amazing that, even Batman said it too, like how it's amazing that Superman has powers of a god, but yet, he doesn't really consider himself a god. He doesn't really go that far to like, use his powers to maim someone or even kill them. But, you know, she even, we even came to the conclusion that, you know, technically, you know, if he wanted to, Superman could actually kill somebody. And um, this is a movie actually coming out, too. I forgot what it was called. Um, but it's basically about a boy like, like Superman, like Kyle, like Clark Kent, who lands on Earth and actually has all these amazing powers, but actually just, you know, hurts people and kills them. And it's kind of like Ultraman, if you will. The Prodigal yeah. Son? Is it that one? I'm sorry? Is it the Prodigal Son? So when I speak, I think it's James Gunn that's directing that, right? I want to, I think so. I don't I know mean, if you guys have ever seen um, the uh, Justice League uh, Gods and Monsters, which is like an Elseworlds story. You, yeah, I, I saw that one where Zod's son becomes Superman. Uh, yeah, that one, his, that Superman kills. He uh, does, I mean... It's all, I think it's all a mental thing for me. I totally see it as, it's a long, it was long overdue. Yeah. Killing someone, especially Lex Luthor, he should have been killed a while back, because he was annoying. Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> no question. And then I think Flash being killed on this specific Earth, because it was something, that was so traumatic, and I guess that was a breaking point for everyone. That was, because, yeah. Because uh, Superman, and no other Earth has a Superman has killed Alex Luthor over a death of a member of the Justice League. This was the first time that's ever happened, kind of type of thing. Like, this is a situation where he was just like, he could take it upon himself to do this. The same thing goes with uh, Injustice. Hmm. Where that, that kill was so traumatic that he had to do something about it. He was tired of yeah. letting the law do its thing, whether the law can barely do its thing. Yeah, that's where pretty much the system, they felt kind of failed them, you know, and then put these criminals away because if they really think about it, it's like Batman can play away Joker so many times in Arkham Asylum, but eventually Joker breaks out and causes more havoc. And, you know, if you even read Dark Knight's Metal, for example, um, I mean, this is with Batman, you know. Um, what happens just is that Batman decide, you know, but basically Batman gets tricked into becoming sort of like a Jokernized Batman who basically calls himself the Batman who laughs and just goes on a habit killing everyone. So, I mean, it's really interesting how, like, with this Superman, Justice Lords, I mean, how, you know, I mean, all it takes is just a strategy to, like, really make, you know, Clark Kent or Superman snap and just become this tyrannical overlord, you know, hmm. or this dictator. So, uh, Brian, would you mind telling us, um, who are the, would you mind telling us who are the residents on this earth? Well, don't read the bio of them, just tell us who they are. Yeah, I mean, basically, it's the, it's the original Justice League minus the Flash. I mean, you got Hot Girls, you got Green Lantern, Jon Stewart, 
you have Bruce Wayne, you have um, Wonder Woman, Diana, um, Princess of Themyscira, and you have Superman, and you got, um, let's see, what else? Well, yeah, basically, you, you, you have those, um, you, pretty much it's the same as the original Earth, it's just, uh, it's more dictatorial, I mean, then of course you have, like, people, the Dark and Messiah inmates, as you saw in the episode, Poison Ivy, Two-Face, even Joker, they're all kind of, I don't want to say lobotomized, but they're kind of mind-controlled, if you will, just to basically clean up the area. I mean, they're kind of reintegrating to society just to, like, basically do as a, as a command, hmm. you know, or as a Justice Lord's command. Well, I've, well, I've seen that episode. Like, Arkham Asylum's actually more, it's not as grotesque or dark as it is in the original universe. It's just, it's a really clean place. Like, it's a typical mental, I mean, it's like a clean mental hospital. Um, I have to disagree with you, Brian. I definitely think they're all about eyes. Hmm. I think every single person, from, from just going back to the episode in Justice League, they all have, like, those two dots on their forehead. So yeah, that's, that's, that's yeah. I think that's the mind control, or like they're um, basically whatever it is that's you know controlling them to do all these tasks. Hmm. I think what's his name? Um, I, I, I don't strange. No, no, no. He his name. He's the one with the puppet. Uh, oh, the, the ventriloquist. Oh. Ventriloquist. His he the puppet had the two dots on his forehead, and that's actual person. Because if you remember the. At the Batman animated series, and I think also in the new animated adventures, it was pretty much the puppet that was controlling him. It wasn't the guy. The guy was like had no self control because of his mental state. He was so fragile. Yeah, Scarface. That's his name. Scarface. There ah. you go. Like Scarface had the two dots in his forehead, and that's what kind of. Because if you watch the episode, that's an episode when the Justice Lords go into the regular um, Justice League Earth. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think, no, was it that? Oh, that's, that's what Superman does to Doomsday. He lobotomizes him. Hmm. Which just makes him kind of just a shell, a shell of, a, of a beast type of thing where he just, you know, he, he's no longer active in his head. I mean, that's the whole point of being lobotomized. You're no longer, the, you get detached from, like, reality, kind of. Um, I don't know about you guys, but I would not want to be a part of this Earth where the Justice League out of the police and it's all, like, martial law. <laughs> read something down here at the bottom and it says earth 50 is opposite of earth 12 in the structure of the multiverse and it says um the dc entertainment essential graphic novels and chronology 2015 confirms that the title batman beyond universe takes place on earth 12 earth 50 therefore being the version of the justice justice lords to confront them in the later series Earth 50 is one end of the animated good versus evil axis axis of the local multiverse within, I mean, with Earth Earth 12. Hmm. 
pretty cool. But I don't um, think I remember that episode. I thought I'm beyond. Hmm. I don't unless I just watched it not too long ago. I don't remember. Oh no, they said. Well, I think it was a comic it, too where they do, 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 you know, the Batman Beyond universe, like somehow Jerry encounters the Justice Wars. Yeah, mm hmm. Is that the episode with Starro? It's not, right? Mm, I don't. I mean, that was like a. Actually, that was a different one. Um, in the um old episodes, I think. Like, Batman does, I mean, he doesn't meet Superman, I mean, in his universe, so, but I think in the comics, like, they actually somehow encounter the Justice Lord versions of, he actually encounters the Justice Lord version of himself, oh, wow. I think. Okay. Hmm. So. I haven't seen that. That sounds familiar. Hmm. Now, Anna, this is where you come in. Now, I would, I want you to, but before, yeah, I want you to read the resonance on, well, what what they have available the residents on this earth um well i found i start with kal which mm-hmm. is obviously superman mm-hmm. um apparently he was married to lady wonder woman mm. um but i think she's deceased so that's scary um wait how did she die I will try to find this out, because I'm guessing, is it a different Wonder Woman? Because there's, like, two. I see Lady Wonder Woman, and I see a regular Wonder Woman. Hmm. And that was his wife, or ex-wife, but apparently they had a kid. What? Really? Yeah. Wow, that's going to be one powerful kid. <laughs> okay. That's dope. Half, uh, half Kryptonian, half Amazonian? That sounds scary. Um, I will try to look into that. I'm not too sure. Um, how I, I want to see if I can find, I'm going to see if I can find it, but for now, I'm just going to give a little bit of background on Kala, mm-hmm. just because I have that in front of me. Uh, I'll start with the quote of his, um, and you know, they all go by Lord, oh, so that makes sense, so it's like Lord Wonder Woman, so it's Lord Superman. Mm-hmm. Um, his quote is, I've done a lot of things I thought I would never do these last two years, one more won't hurt. Wow, that's scary. Oh, wow. Um... <laughs> So, I'm guessing he has, like, the regular Superman powers, which includes um, uh, the Kryptonian physiology, which is under the effects of Yellow Sun. Uh, Lord Superman possesses the same potential powers as the average Kryptonian, which includes solar energy absorption, uh, heat vision, super healing, and enhanced vision. Mm-hmm. Uh, his, the Lord Superman's vision possesses the entire um, electromagnetic electromatic magnetic, wow, spectrum, as well as allowing vast control over selective perception and focus. This umbrella includes uh, includes the following electromagnetic spectrum vis- vision, the telescope vision, the x-ray vision, and the microscopic vision and infrared vision. So pretty much you can't get away from the sky. He's going to find you. Um, he has the power of flight and invulnerability. Sorry, guys, I can't read today. Uh, superhuman Stamina, superhuman strength, superhuman speed, uh, super breath. So that's Lord Superman is able to create hurricane force winds by exhaling air from his lungs. He can also ch- he can chill the air as it leaves his lungs to freeze targets. He can also reverse. Um, sorry, he can also reverse um, the process to pull large volumes of air or vapor into his lungs. 
Hmm. Um, and his weaknesses are the, uh, the same thing um, as a regular Superman, which is the kryptonite and magic. Hmm. And so far, that's not that's what I found. Um, any different from the typical Superman so we or Superman that we know. Now, um, now I also want you to also read. Uh, now they have a little bit on here about the Justice Lords. Uh, their bio, also. But while you're looking that up, uh, I actually do want to say something about this earth uh with involving uh the flash actually it, it hurts me because <laughs> there is no flash on this earth and for him being murdered you know and brian you know i know you're a huge flash fan and i am too and and you know i'm gonna tell it how it is for people that vote on the earth that there is no flash well flash being murdered it's like a smack in the face to me it's like oh why why are you doing this to me? You know I love the Flash. Uh, now I don't know anything about the Flash on Earth Fifty. I don't know whether, no, what did he do to, to you know, in order to get killed? I, I, there's no information on this guy whatsoever. Like they just said that um, Lex Luthor killed him. Like, but why? Where's the history on this? Like, there's nothing. What? Wait, well, the thing is, like, I think, I think somewhere, like, you know, I think it was mentioned that um, Wally West, um, Earth 50, was the, sort of like the, I want to say he was sort of the heart of the Justice League. I mean, he represented, like, more of the, the youth of the Justice League, you know, I mean, he was a former, I think he, he was formerly Kid Flash, I would have presumed, I mean, in that reality, before, you know, basically before he took on the mantle, because, I mean, basically Wally West wouldn't become the Flash without Barry Allen. You know, I mean, that's that's number one. Yeah, I'm pretty sure Barry Allen exists somewhere in that universe in some sense. Hmm. Um, so I mean, he I, I guess the thing was like, you know, I guess I've read, I read somewhere where he was considered the heart of the Justice League, and you know, I think Lex I think mentioned that, which is why he actually ended the Flash's life. And you know, I think you know, with the Flash, I mean, he represents sort of the laid back um, side of the Justice League. I mean, the one who who loosens everyone up. I mean, you see several episodes of him and, you know, John Stewart um, together where he, actually in one episode in particular, he just, like, um, has John hang out in his, like, flash, which is really, I thought was a really funny episode. Hmm. He, he, got, he has, like, this flash van, I think, and it's, like, has, like, a water bed in it, and he just tells John to chill out, and, you know, <laughs> and, like, basically he, um, I mean, he's just, he's just seen as a, as a jokester, you know, he, he annoys everyone, though, but they love having him around, I mean, like, to them, he was, he was pretty much like family. So, Wally West, right? Wally West, yeah. Hmm. I believe, from what I remember watching the series growing up, and then re-watching it forever, so he is technically Wally West, but he has the traits of Barry Allen. He was very, I think he was supposed to be, like, a mixture of both. Yeah, he was a scientist in the show, too, I think. He worked for, like, the police department. He worked, like, in the CSI. Hmm. You department. know, I actually didn't know scientist. that. Hmm. So, uh, Anna, would you mind, uh, uh, finishing, um, this off with the, uh, bio for... Yeah, uh, 
from what I found, uh, so this is several decades in the future, uh, relative to Earth, Prime Earth, sorry, Earth 50 is home to the despotic Justice Lords, conquerors of Earth after President Luther murders the Flash, as we mentioned many times before, pushing the Superman over the edge into the role of tyrant after, after murdering Luther in retaliation. The Earth's heroes followed his lead, becoming self-interest fascists, that dictating dictators, curbing free speech to democracy and rebellion for the sake of safety, quote-unquote. Only a Batman labors in secret to overthrow his comrades and restore freedom to the Earth. Um, Air 50 is based on the earlier concept of the Justice Lord seen in the DCAU, though there are, there are some slight differences such as Batman rebelling in the secret against the group prior to the appearance of the other dimensional counterparts. That's interesting because... That doesn't happen until we see that in the show that that Batman they decide to do that. He changes towards the end. Um, the DC Entertainment Essential Graphic Novels and Chronology 2015 confirms that the title Batman Beyond Universe takes place in it. Twelve, as um, Brian mentioned before. Earth mm-hmm. uh, 50 is one end of the animated good slash evil axis of the local multiverse with Earth 12. Hmm. Um. Now, um, no, go ahead. Oh, that I think, um, so I think that I did. I, I just want to say from reading all of this, I didn't realize Wally's first name is actually Wallace. <laughs> yeah, you didn't know that. I did not know like, that. Today <laughs> I learned that Wally's name is Wallace. That's a very mature name for a silly guy. So I guess that's why it makes sense to call him Wally. Now, um, I actually want to read something, too. Um, now, uh, it says, Justice Lords, D-C-A-U, A Better World. And it says, in an alternate universe, oh, hold on. It says, in an alternate universe following Lex Luthor's election as President of the United States of America, the death of the Flash at his hands and Superman's killing of Luthor to prevent a nuclear war, the Justice Lords began a program to pr- protect humanity from itself taking over Earth. On the Justice Lords version of Earth, everyday order was kept by robotic replicas of Superman. The inmates of Arkham Asylum were brainwashed and, like you said, lobotomized? Like, yeah, what, the two tiny dots? Yeah, yeah that's what you were uh, telling me about, right? One of y'all were saying about yeah. the two, two tiny dots on their forehead? Now, um, I actually want to bring that back up. Now, the two tiny dots, um, it was that like a mind control thing or cause I think so. I think to be lobotomized from taking a couple of psych classes, it's pretty much separating a certain area of your brain from functioning. So it kind of made them numb to it it, it. it takes away from your natural sense of how you're supposed to be. It kind of just numbs you out. Because uh, as Brian mentioned before in the Justice League episode, Poison Ivy is like very chill. Like she has her little rose garden. And the Flash from the, uh, the original Earth um, even picks up a flower. And she doesn't really rap like... Like regular Poison Ivy probably would have tried to kill him, but she kind of was just like, whatever about it. Hmm. You don't really react the same way as you would. Um, you just, you kind of just like, you're kind of out of it, you know? 
Really? Now it says, when the Justice Lords learned of another universe, they attempt to force their brand of order on that world. They were defeated by the Justice League with the help of Lex Luthor, who neutralized their abilities with the power disruptor, as well as the Lord's own Batman. Despite this victory, the concern of Justice League had had that they themselves could slide into the same kind of corrupting excessive excessive remained remained it as bother one bothersome one to prevent such a um i can't pronounce this word o-c-c-u-r-r-e-n-c-e occurrence occurrence yeah occurrence that the team took pains to recruit the politically active green arrow when the league expanded after the thanagarian invasion now was this on earth 50 or this when they went over to a different earth when um they tried to they said the team took pains to recruit the politically active green arrow so they did did they try to get green arrow onto the justice lord I'm guessing so, and he probably was not with the shits. He probably was just like, you guys are balling. Um, he probably was just like, no, because if you guys ever read or seen The Dark Knight Return, mm-hmm. that just, I mean, that green arrow was taken out, not taken out, but they cut off his, um, like, bowing arm. Oh, yeah, I remember he that. Wasn't, he wasn't part of, like, he wasn't getting with it. He was kind of just like, Wait whatever, you know? Wait a minute. Wait, now, you guys remember in the Green Arrow, the Arrow, one of the seasons, uh, old Oliver Crink, Oliver Oliver Queen, he didn't have an arm, he, he was missing an arm. Yeah. Is this, could that be similar to that? Well, in a sense, like, it, it was loosely similar to that, because, like, in Arrow, um, basically, Oliver got his arm cut off by, I think, it was Deathstroke's son, mm. I think, for trying to oppose him, since, you know... Sent, I mean, Star City went to, like, you know, went went kind of, like, into chaos. There was anarchy. There was no, like, form of law to control what was going on there. Whereas with, um, I think with, like, uh, what happened in Dark Knight Returns, which is actually written by Frank Miller, mm-hmm. um, he got, he pretty much got his arm cut off. I think, was it by, I want to say it was by, was it by Superman? I think someone cut off his arm. Because he wasn't, you know, like Anna said, he wasn't going along with, like, you know, he wasn't going along with the whole government controlling the superheroes, which, you know, it's really funny because, like, you know, you see this with, like, the Avengers who are funded by the government, basically, you mm-hmm. know, and that's pretty much what caused the Civil War to happen because Captain America, you know, in, in Civil you know, that was the whole reason of Civil War. He didn't want to be controlled by the government. And whereas, you know, the people who were for the registration, there you go, the Superhero Registration Act, Saying that, well, the government needs to keep superheroes accountable, vigilantes, I should say, accountable. And you see a lot of that going on in Arrow, actually, where basically Oliver has to force to become, become a civil servant. Mm. And even in Supergirl, where, you know, they're trying to force Supergirl into becoming a civil servant and working for the government, where Supergirl says that she doesn't want to do it. And even more so, you see it in um, Man of Steel, where um, Superman um, didn't want to be controlled by the government. He wanted to do things his way. Right. So, I mean, it's really interesting how, you know, you see both, you, you, with the Justice Lord, I mean, you really see, like, how how twisted it can be if you have, like, super-powered people enforcing the law. 
rather than just being, you know, just being, you know, heroic or, you know, saving people's lives and helping out law enforcement and all that. I mean, they, when they become like the law themselves, it's, it gets really twisted. Hmm. And you see a whole lot of that in injustice and with the justice lords. I mean, they, they become like dictators, basically. Yeah, yeah, even with Project Cadmus, too. I mean, they that was basically a government-funded project to make another Batman, basically. And that's how Terry McGinnis was born. Hmm. So, um, that's... I, I didn't know that. I didn't know... I actually didn't know that. So, it says, years later, Brainiac and Lex Luthor called robot construct constructs of the Justice Lords into being to battle their counterparts with a previously unseen Flash among them. It said these constructs were eventually destroyed in the ensuing battle. So, they created robot versions of the Justice Lords, including the Flash. Yeah, there was this one episode, too, where, like, the Flash is actually, um, well, actually, Lex Luthor, you know, plans to kill the Flash, and he says, in this scene, he says, right on time, you know, and then, like, while, I mean, before all that, they're actually fighting the Justice Lord versions of themselves, and you even see Justice Lord Flash, he looks a lot like the reverse Flash, actually, if you see, there's a clip of it, too, somewhere on YouTube, Oh. and after he's done fighting all, all the, you know, all of them, like, basically, Lex Luthor traps Flash, and he's about to shoot him. But then Flash somehow just harnesses the speed force of Runt and just, like, keeps on charging at Luther and, you know, socking him, like, and he just runs around the world and you see, like, all these, like, crazy monuments and he just keeps on punching Luther and then, like, he's just hyper fast, but then he disappears into the speed force, but then Chayera, Cobb Girl, and the rest of the Justice League pull him out. And, you know, Barry, Wally is just, you know, kind of kind of horrified saying that, you know, I can't run that fast again because if I do, I mean, I'll disappear again. I mean, I won't be able to come back. I'll be forever immersed in the speed force. Oh, I remember that I episode. I love Justice League Unlimited. Hmm. Now, I love it. this, now, I know this Earth, you can actually watch this, um, them in it. About that TV episode you said, um, you didn't know what part, I mean, what episode it was. It was Justice League episode, um, A Better World Part 1. But it didn't say what episode number. It just says Justice League TV series episode A Better World Part 1. Let me find out for you guys. But going, I think just going back to what you were saying before, that uh, this is Justice League Unlimited. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it was like the ending of, oh, it's the, it's the first season. It's the, uh, the, the last episode of the, no, the second to last episode of the first season. Um, when we find out that Brainiac was living inside Lex this whole time, and they become one, and they become really weird and stuff. Um, because, you know, they had the Justice the Justice Lord episode, so Lex got to see what the all the, the, the outfits, or the costumes, you could say, of the Justice Lord. Mm-hmm. So that's why he was able to imagine, because he first, because, you know, how Brainiac works, he always has, like, replicas of himself fighting. Oh. You don't really see what the real Brainiac is, because Brainiac is technically not like, one specific Brainiac. He just keeps traveling around. Like, you really never find out what the original source is. So, instead of having them fight Brainiacs to mess them up psychologically, he had the... the and because it's all... Um, what's it called? Like, the, the micro... I don't know what they're called, but um, he had them shift into the Justice Lords, and because the Flash didn't exist in that world, he decides just to switch up the Flash's outfit. So he ends up looking like a reverse Flash. 
Because oh. you know, we never see a reverse flash in Justice League or Justice League Unlimited. So his outfit ended up being more yellow than red. And I always thought it was weird. I guess they didn't have the rights to show a reverse flash, but I guess that was like the closest we ever, ever got oh, to man, see I, that. I wish I could have seen it. Oh. <laughs> in that show? Yeah, that would have been a really nice addition. I mean, from what I know, there was a lot of contract issues because the Black Manta in the Unlimited Universe, his mm-hmm. name was like Devil Ray. Really? Yes. Like, they didn't have a lot of rights to certain characters, so. Oh. Hmm. Um, which is a little sad, I guess you could say. Hmm. But you obviously get to see Reverse Flash in the Flashpoint. Um, in the Flashpoint world. Like, in the, I'm sorry, Flashpoint movie. Um, oh. Okay. Hmm. Oh, The Better World is season two, um, episode 11, and then part two is episode 12. Okay, good, because I actually need to know that because I'm going to go watch that. <laughs> um, now, Brian, um, I actually want, before we go ahead and wrap this Earth up about, or about Earth 50, I actually want you to... Um, tell me, who is your favorite member of the Justice Lord? I would say, like, my favorite member would have to be Batman, because, like, you know, he's more of, like, you know, he, the Justice Lord Batman, it sort of, like, represents, like, what's the good that was left in the Justice League, and he wants to make things right, um, by trying to, um, basically destroy it from within, Mm -hmm. and, you know, he tries to really keep the peace, um, and he um, basically works with the original Justice League that um, come from the, um, the, the the original Earth to actually stop the Justice Lords. And um, he basically, I, I mean, he has a really interesting, like, this is one scene, too, where um, he and um, the original Batman are touring through Gotham, and they talk about, like, how he shows what happens when someone breaks the law, and then Batman, the original Batman, just shakes his head. Because there's a scene where someone's arguing about um, what's going on in the restaurant, and the guy's saying, I don't like your service, your service sucks, blah, 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 but then he gets arrested <laughs> for protesting that, and he, he gets cuffed and everything, and the original Batman just shakes his head and says, that, you know, Mom and Dad will be really proud, and just as Lord Batman just looks and says, just shut up and drive. <laughs> oh. they're driving the Batmobile around Gotham, and Gotham is just this clean, it's not like... The dark Gotham, you, you see, it's more its more like Metropolis, actually. It's just clean. There's no littering. I mean, even, like, littering would get you thrown in the slam. Oh, man. The universe. But, you know, basically, Justice Lord Batman just has, like, sort of a change of heart where he starts to help the League out because he understands, I mean, what, you know, because he, he understands what happened and basically, like, what's going on and how dictatorial the Justice Lords are. Hmm. I guess he decided, I mean, not that he decided, but he figured that being, like, the world police wasn't what he wanted. I don't think he ever wanted that, because if he really wanted... No, not Batman. He never even wanted that for Gotham, because he could have been like that in Gotham, but he decided not to. Like, he he figures out that was wrong, and it was an abuse of power. Like, these are... How scary is for a regular, non-powered, non-meta-human civilian that these superpowered beings are controlling your entire life. You can't even do free speech. Like, in that episode, they were trying to have a protest about election. They weren't even, an ele- they weren't even doing regular elections in that 
so-called America, like, they weren't even, like, letting you vote for a new president. So your basic rights are being violated on this earth, and I guess Batman's just like, yeah, I'm not, I'm, I'm not with that. Because, hmm. I mean, just imagine if they found out that he was rebelling, what, you know, Lord, I mean, who knows what they could have done to him, especially being non-powered, I mean, and, you know, and, like, I mean, I was kind of wondering, too, what happened to Alfred, too, in that universe, too, because, oh. I mean, of course, Alfred was not approved, you know, I mean, Alfred would be horrified. He probably killed yeah. Alfred. Oh. I think just in the Injustice world, doesn't Superman kill Alfred? Sorry, for the people who have not read Injustice, I'm sorry, but <laughs> this is probably one of the first couple years. But I think something like that does happen, especially the way that Superman handled Shazam. You know, that's that's that was. Oh yeah, that, I saw that too. That was crazy. He just like uses his heat vision, and then it's like, dang. And like he tries to, you know. Basically, just you know, Shazam. All he wants to do is just like you know, he's just questioning. Like, I think I think we've gone too far here, man. You know, but and Justice Superman just doesn't want to hear any of it, and just like completely, you know, just kills him like right in front of everyone, and, and to pretty much keep everyone in line. And he looks at them and says, "Does anyone else want to like you know? Anyone else want to like challenge me?" And they're like, "Uh, nope." <laughs> you know, it's like, yeah. Who who can go toe to toe with Superman and be like, "I won." Well, I mean, yeah, I mean, I don't, I mean, I don't know if anyone can go toe to toe um, with um, Justice Lord Superman. I mean, I mean, if you're gonna go toe to toe with him, you better have some kryptonite on you or something, something, <laughs> hmm. or at least like I don't know, like some magic or kryptonite. You know what I mean? Like a lot of kryptonite weapons, and I think even Batman was like, I mean, a Justice Batman could probably go toe to toe with him. I mean, Batman knows Superman's weakness; he knows his every move, and. I mean, I think he's, like, the only person who can probably go toe-to-toe with him. I mean, who's crazy enough to do so. I mean, there's no other person who would go against Superman other than Batman, in my opinion. I have a question for the both of you. Mm-hmm. Um, this is actually more for Jay, if anything. Uh, let's say the situation's a little more different. Let's say they become the Justice... Let's say that they all become the Justice Lords, uh-huh. right? Superman kills something, somebody else. The Flash is still alive. Mm-hmm. Do you think the Flash would have been accepting of the entirety of becoming the Justice Lords and Superman killing and lobotomizing other villains that don't want to go onto the good side? Do you think the Flash would still, uh, would you think he would be part of, like, Batman's secret, like, revolting, uh, the new powers? Or do you think the Flash would just, you know, take command? Ooh. Ooh. uh Man. Okay, so... To take it that Batman that y'all say he seems like he's the one that still has some type of good in him. I think that the Flash would probably be the mole on the the Justice Lords. I think he wouldn't even go full on with it. (laughs) So what what do you think, uh, Anna? Do you think that he would, you know, join the Justice Lords? agree with both of you guys will definitely be part of like a mole type of thing where he'll say that he's part of them but he'll know deep down that's not that's not what he wants or not what he thought is right because you know he still he's like the kid out of the entire group while he was definitely the kid in the group but he thought he totally would not want to be part of it hmm. so maybe he and batman will work a secret plan. They're probably still, yeah, they'll probably enlist another Earth uh, Justice League to come help them out and stuff. Like, I totally still see that happening. 
cool, cool, cool. All right. Now, we're going to go ahead and wrap this Earth 50 up. Um, While we're wrapping this up, Anna, now I want you to pick two Earths. And Brian, I want you to pick two Earths. Uh, Anna, you can go first while Brian is getting his uh, Earths together. Because I know this is his first time. And I know he's going to be looking like, oh, which Earth am I going to pick? <laughs> which Earths? Uh, Anna, so, do you have any Earths in mind? I'm gonna go with my usual thing, which is picking two random ones, mm-hmm. and I like to be surprised. Um, but, can I be a little biased right now? I definitely want to, I would, actually no, I was gonna, I wanna re-add Earth 13, but mm-hmm. I feel like that would just be the one people will vote for, so I'll save that for, I'll save that in my little bank, and probably in the next couple weeks I'll re-add it. Okay, so the Earths are 23, 37, 19, and 30. So those are going to be the Earths that's going to be on the poll for next week. Um, Now, keep in mind, only one can be picked. So, uh, Anna, would you mind, would both of you, actually, Anna, you go first, uh, would you mind... Give me your last thoughts on Earth 50 and your closing uh, thoughts of the day. Um, let's see. Um, Earth 50 is scary. I did like. I did enjoy the Desert Being um, episode, but it's not my ideal Earth since we do lose our basic human rights, um, in my personal opinion. Mm-hmm. Um, it's interesting that you guys picked this one out of the other ones. It was a cute... Why would you guys not pick the cute little just thing? <laughs> right. Like, come on, let's even know. No, but no, I enjoyed learning a little more about this character. I love hearing and uh, uh, hearing everyone's opinions on it. Uh, my last couple, my last remark would be, I love that Brian joined on. This was a lot of fun to have a big conversation uh, on diversity, and I can't wait to continue doing this. Hmm. Brian. Your last thoughts on this earth and uh, your final thoughts. Yeah, it's just, um, you know, I, I agree with you. I'm kind of thinking back on what Anna said. I mean, I do agree with her. I mean, Earth 50, I mean, as nice as it looks, I mean, it's a real scary place. I mean, I couldn't dream of, like, having, like, a party on Earth 50 or, you know, just, I mean, even the slightest, you know, slightest infarction can actually throw you into the slam. I mean, that's not Earth I would want to be on. And plus, I mean, 
don't know if we if there's if our counterparts are trying to do a podcast on Earth Day. Do I mean if they are? I mean, I pray for them. I mean, they'd probably be scared. <laughs> One because you know, I mean, Justice Lords might listen in on and be like, "What are they talking about?" <laughs> but, I mean, right. I mean, I, I, sh- I mean, I'm, I'm sure as hell Earth 50 Brian wouldn't want to get um, lassoed like Patrick from SpongeBob and like throwing him to the But um, Wonder Woman. But um, aside from that, I mean, this uh, multi university is a really, it's really fun. I mean, I enjoyed um talking to talking about Earth with you guys. I mean, Anna, you, I mean, like I said, you're an awesome commentator. Of course, Jay, the originator. Always, <laughs> good, always an awesome pleasure to talk to you too about the Earths. I mean. Mm-hmm. I like the Professor X of all the Earths. Oh, man. Oh, I liked it. <laughs> I <Yeah>. liked it. <laughs> See, now, my idea of this podcast, you know, it, like I told you guys before, it was just a dream. I, I was, like, thinking, like, how am I going to get this thing started? I need people that that are, oh, I, I just need not just regular people. I, in my head, you guys, like I said, you, you're more than just people. You're like superheroes on different Earths, so... You're the best at what you do on your earths, and and, and Anna, you're you're the you're the very very first, and actually the only female that I know that loves DC comics as much as a regular guy does. So that just goes to show you that superheroes are not just only for the men, you know. So that that's good, and um. Now, oh, one last thing, Anna, you picked Earth twenty three, right? Or 23 yeah. and 37. Uh, 23 has already been picked. Oh, it has? Yes. So, uh, oh. yeah, you, you, you're you going to have to choose another one. Another one? Damn. Uh, <laughs> damn. Okay, let's see. Uh, let's see. Um, damn, I'm not going with numbers. Um, I guess 14? Okay. Yeah, so I'll go with 14. I don't think 14. Yeah, 14. Sorry about that, guys. 14. <laughs> okay. 14, 37, 19, and 30. So, now, depending on which one of these Earths you're going to pick, you're going to make which, either of my co-hosts happy because they picked, four, uh, Anna picked 14, 37, and Brian picked 19, and 30. Now, I know you guys didn't look up these Earths uh, and you don't know which ones they are, but I don't know how it's possible I can ask you which Earth, Brian, uh, are you hoping that they pick? Well, I mean, I hope to pick, like, um, basically, first 14 sounds really interesting. I mean, hmm. I mean, I, I, I wouldn't mind doing that because I don't know too much about that or I like the other two or two. <laughs> hmm. And Anna, which Earth are you hoping? Um, I'll go with Brian. I think Earth 14, just because uh, finding out Earth 13 was, like, the dark Earth, so I'm hoping Earth 14 is like the sister to that Earth. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe it works like that. It never works like that. It never works in my favor. So <laughs> maybe, maybe it is. Maybe it won't. But if it is, that's cool. Um, because I was gonna say lucky number. I was gonna say lucky number 14. But let's. I'm, I don't want to get my hopes up. What about you, Jay? Hmm. You know what? Might as well make it three for three, you know? <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and go with 14 also, you know? The whole crew is going with Earth 14. So, uh, now, um, now uh, the whole thing about multiversity is to teach you, to teach our listeners and 
uh, people that don't know anything else other than Earth, you know, the regular DCEU or DCAU, if you want to call it that, the re- the regular Earth, Earth Zero or Earth One, that, whichever one is main, I don't know which one it is, but the point is there's so much more out there that you can know about, and, and, and DC Comics could, like, literally make at least animated movies on these Earths, so it's, like, so they, much they more. Should, yeah. So much more that you could do on this. It's like, I know Marvel only has a universe, but DC Comics has a multiverse. So I'm just saying, like, they shouldn't be behind. That's just my point, you know? Um, I mean, yeah, I totally agree with that, yeah. Because that's what I'm saying. It's more than just the Justice League. So it's like you have 52 other... Earth, including there's dimensions and um, other things too. There's not only Earth. There's dimensions and um, uh, what what do you call it? Not dim- is well, you know, it's other places other than just Earths also. So they have um, I remember there's there was a dimension out there like uh, what's it called? Dimension six that they just brought up. Yeah, they, they, it, I think the sixth dimension. Yeah, yeah, sixth dimension. Um, it doesn't say. Yeah, it doesn't say which Earth it is. It just says Dimension 6. So, it's like, that's something else that we... If they ever added it to, you know, the DC Comics website to where we can learn more about that, that's another thing that we can learn about, too. So, um... Guys, I love having you on here to talk to you about the multiverse. And, um... I actually want you to to be a part of this each and every time. And I actually want to get Sam on here also, you know, if he could, if I could squeeze him in. So Brian, I know you're actually on that earth with him. <laughs> so is there any possible way that you could get in touch with him and, you know, try to get him on here with us because us earth two people, you know, it's, it's going to be hard to bridge over there on earth 16, you know? Yeah, I want to get into an argument. I would love to get into like a full-on debate with people. Exactly. So, oh, yeah, totally. Exactly. I mean, I, I can definitely try to get in touch with Sam. I mean, I might try to get his number and, like, you know, just let him know, like, ask him when he's off and all that. And, you know, we'd love to have him aboard. I mean, we are the Earth 2 crew after all. I mean... And, and you know, and, the yeah, funny I mean, part is, we're not all from Earth 2. Just think of it as an X-Men type of thing. Exactly. <laughs> Just think of it as X- X-Men. Just think of it like that. <laughs> so, uh, Brian, I, w- I want you to have a nice day. And Anna, I want you to have a nice day also. Um, and you too, man. So y'all be, thanks. Yeah, you, you two be cool, be safe, and you know it's always the podcast from Earth 2.